0: back to give them your flowers a podcast about praise and purpose i vow to give people their flowers while they are still here so i hope you guys enjoyed the last episode with christina um it was really fun talking to someone who has known me for a long time but the fun thing about this episode is the person that i have on the show today has probably known me the longest out of everyone i've had on my show so far and probably will be the only person that knows me the longest unless i choose a family member um who's been on my show this far this person has known me since basically sandbox days um and um before we get started i do want to let you guys know that um i will be having a giveaway um and it'll be towards the end of the year but If you are a business or you have a product that you would like me to include in the giveaway, then please feel free to hit me up with a DM or email, and I'll tell you the email at the end. The quote for today's podcast is, I am deliberate and afraid of nothing um, by Audre Lorde. I really love that quote. Um, I found it recently, and I have always felt that way about myself, but I never really had the words to articulate it. And Audre Lord is a writer, so thing that quote of hers really has um, like opened my eyes, and it makes me feel powerful. Um, so yes, that's a quote. So my guest for today is my friend Ray. goes by Ray Shalom. And like I said, I've known Ray for most of my life. Um, probably 20, I would say 20 plus years. Yeah, 20 plus years sounds about right. Um, and Ray is a well a family friend turned friend um she and i play together when i would come up to visit Burtonsville with my cousins um i would play with her and her twin sister and we would all just be in the neighborhood cutting up and uh, ray is someone that i would like to say has always been in my eyes somebody who went to the beat of their own drum um i always loved going to their house because their mom's house always smelled like incense and candles and like the artwork just very like afrocentric and very black and i think that their family was the first family I've ever been around who were in touch with their roots and knew who they were um so i want to give ray her flowers now because i think it's important for us to honor our blackness and i feel like ray does a very good job of not only honoring that part of herself but also gently educating others of ways that they can do that as well um, and with her being an alchemist and a spiritual woman and a healer and a mother um, she has a very nurturing way of giving information and providing information for others so I'm just gonna let her introduce herself and then we can get the show rolling
1: hey guys I'm Rachel Shalom the alchemist Rae <laughs> um, thank you so much for that introduction honestly I I feel like Kaylin is definitely one of the rocks in my life, being so we have known each other for so long. Um, a lot of the times you don't find people with such a long lasting relationship, so I really appreciate you. I appreciate you for having me on the show as well, so thank you. Um, yeah, I, I guess that's my introduction. I'm, I'm just Ray Shalom. <laughs> you you to tell them a little bit. Do you want
0: to tell them a little
1: bit of the work that you do? Oh, sure. So um, I I identify as an alchemist because I myself have I've drawn to um, different practices, such as hoodoo, candle making and um, different things. I like to just make a lot of things from the resources that I have. Um, And so that is where the alchemy part came in. And On my spiritual journey, I've picked up tarot as well. So I read tarot. Um, I'm also a sound dealer. I really love to work with different instruments. That started because I'm actually a collector of instruments. um, And I just like to learn how to play them intuitively. Um, And that's pretty much what I do for work. And uh, other than that, I'm a mama. (laughs) (laughs) A beautiful five-year-old daughter named Sage. And that's what my life is full of these days.
0: (laughs) Yes. And Sage is awesome, y'all. Sage is one of the most self-aware young kids that I know, period. Like, I'm, I'm just amazed at how, like, in tune she is with the world at such a young age. And it's just wonderful. And that speaks volumes. So the first question is, when were you proudest of me?
1: When was I proudest of you? Ah, I feel like I'm proud of all of your accomplishments. But um, I have to say, you're, most recently, um, you becoming a Sigma guy, Moreau. I, because I honestly had no idea until <laughs> you posted about it. And I know from, I don't know because I'm not, I've never pledged, obviously, but uh, I know that it takes dedication. And I know that knowing you, I know you took your time to like know where you wanted to be. And um, I think that it's so dope when people decide like, you know, I want to be a part of this group. And like, those are your sisters, those are your family now, you know? And I just know you're going to take care of them and they'll take care of you. And I just feel like That's so dope. I think that's really cool. I'm proud that you went on and did that. Um, Also, I'm proud of you for moving to Richmond because I know you said that you wanted to do that. Um, A minute ago, you expressed to me that that was something you and Ernest wanted to do. And you went on and did that thing. (laughs) You were like... Listen, I I got to pack it
0: up. You said what? I said, yeah, I was like, I have to pack it
1: up. Yeah. I remember you expressing you wanted to go back to Richmond, and I'm, I'm, I'm praying you're happy there. I haven't been able to visit yet, but I'm sure you're thriving, feeling better.
0: Yes, much better. Yeah.
1: Good.
0: <laughs> um, so let's see, when was I the proudest of you? Okay, so I remember when I found out that you were pregnant, and I was like really, really excited for you but I was also nervous because I always feel like when a friend of mine is pregnant, um, because I know my friends are amazing people, I'm always concerned about like how that might change them or if they may not feel like they can still achieve the things that they wanna do because they are pregnant or having a baby. But when you had Sage, I feel like you were already someone who like did things your own way, but you truly like showed me and probably other people who may want to be parents, how to be a compassionate parent. And I think that it's important for me to express how that makes me proud of you because a lot of people come from homes and families where compassion is just not something that is given to them. Um you stay in a child's place, you speak when you spoken to, you don't have a choice, you don't have an opinion. And I feel like you have really shown me that if I was to be a mother, what I can look to or who I can go to if I would need that guidance and even if I wasn't to be a mother like just being able to um, influence young women in a way that's positive because I know that like motherhood hasn't been easy for you and I know you don't talk about it much and but I still like see in you that like you are very like dedicated to making sure that Sage can have her own autonomy and be her own person and that's just so important. I'm
1: sorry to get you emotional, but like that's what I think about all the time. It's really important to me. And I'm I, I feel blessed that you even notice it. I'm not trying to be emotional, but you got me there. <laughs> yeah. She's she's my she's my rock. And I feel like, you know, a lot of the times we try to mute our children and make them, I don't know, more digestible to our like taste. But no, I feel like we have to give them their wings and let them spread them. And like, we just help them along the way, you know? I feel like it's important to teach her to love and to have that compassion with her because we're not just survivors. We're here to enjoy our life, you know? So yeah. Yeah, All and thanks.
0: I, you're welcome. And I think that, I think that a lot of times we, when we have to do something as, um, as like serious as parenting, that we try so hard not to be like our parents or try so hard not to be like what we see that we end up being that anyway. And I feel like what I see what you do with Sage at least, and I tell Ernest this all the time, like we always talk about how like we feel like you are like the prime example of like a mother who is like self aware, a mother who took care of herself so she could actually be a mother to their child because a lot of mothers don't do that they lose their self and their children or they don't take care of themselves so then they end up lashing out or taking out on their kids and i just don't feel that way like whenever i'm around you or when sage is around it feels i can tell that like you want sage to grow up and know that like she has like choices and i feel like as black women a lot of times we are not taught that we have choices um and i think that you allow her to be herself in a way that is reassuring to me that if i was to ever become a parent i would want i could make my child feel that way because you hear about people saying like if i have a baby i'm going to treat them like this but you never see it but to actually be able to have someone that i've known since we were kids now be a mother and like watching you mother your children the same way like watching maya mother her children and tori and like knowing like watching all of us like become adults and parents like we are so we are what we what we imagined we would be if we were in those roles and it's just i don't know it's amazing to me oh
1: i appreciate you girl you're welcome so
0: the next question is what is something you never want me to forget
1: hmm i feel like I never want you to forget like your true power and that, you know, we love you. And I'm saying, I'm saying we like your, your family, your friends, the people around you. We love you for your truest self, you know? And I love that you, I feel like you're one of the most exuberant and expressive people like person I know. Um, And I don't want you to ever forget like your power in that alone. Like, your character who you are as a person it stands alone and very strong um and i think that you should just always remember to stand in that power and um i think that you do a good job at that anyway to be honest like you you describe yourself as a Beyonce of academics i feel like that's so real i don't think you can forget that um so yeah if you <laughs>
0: want to say I want to thank you for that because a lot of times my okay so my personality what I've noticed about myself and learned about myself is that naturally I'm a I have a presence I'm aware of that but like through therapy and other things and just learning more about myself and trauma that I've dealt with a lot when I was a child a lot of times for me that was like performative but it was also reactionary like it's just something that I just always felt like I had to do and that allowed me to keep people at a distance so they, they wouldn't know what was going on in my personal life because I was like you know achieving um but now that I'm an adult and I'm evolving as a woman um and you say like stay true to my power and that hearing like ha- being reminded that I'm loved is important to me because I know a lot of times I can feel isolated very easily and people don't know that because I'm not going to be getting. I'm, I'm not really going to end and be Like I feel isolated today. Like that's usually not going to happen because then that leads that I don't want from people who don't actually love me. They just want to know my business. So I appreciate you saying that because having someone that's known you for a long time and loves you through all of your different stages in life, like this, you know, everything you do is amazing. I love you. Everything you do is great. And then having them say, you know what? We love you. Stay in your true power
1: continue to be exuberant. We got your back is important to me. Yes. Because like honestly, it's needed. We need you. Don't forget that either, that we need you, you know? Uh, oh man.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, so let me see. What is something you never want me to forget? Okay. I don't know why I get so excited. I like talking about my friends and people that I love. So what I oh. never want you to forget is that you do not have to um, abide by, assimilate to, become a part of the norm ever, right? Because that, if you, if you were to do that, it wouldn't work. Like, there are a lot of people out here who claim to be like, and this is not the shade shame of people, but a lot of people claim to be this, these very like, earthy, soulful, down to earth people, eclectic people, but they're really not that to their core. So, for them is they're forcing themselves to be that way but that is truly like who you are like to your core like when i and i know sounds when i think of like a hippie i think of you immediately there's no like like whenever like if i'm talking to somebody and they're talking about herbal blends or they're talking about i don't know just like even when i hear weird like random stuff like i'll be like i'll see like something with bob marley and i'll like you'll cross my mind because you literally embody all of the things that people overcompensate with to be what you already are. So, like, what I don't want you to ever forget is that, like, you have to continue to go to the beat of your own drum. Like, you cannot become a part of a drum line. Like, you are a solo drummer, um, and you can change the type of drum. You can change your tune, you know, to make things work in your favor, but I think that the more you work towards being as eclectic and as independent thinking as you already are but even on another level you'll continue to receive like major blessings and the abundance like you are and another thing i don't want you to forget is that you are taken care of um i think i feel like sometimes like when when like your back's against a wall you may get a little afraid that like things are not going to work out but they always work out like you are really taken care of like us, your ancestors, your spirit guides like, we're not going to let nothing happen to you like ever like you're going to always be taken care of and I don't want you to ever forget that
1: I will not I believe and receive all of that thank you
0: you're welcome
1: I I'm never going <laughs> to
0: it's real because you got to think about it like spirituality and like being like one with the earth is like very trendy right now but like you were literally born from the earth like like i told you your family when i think of your family and i told you black that's how that's what i think about black i think about people who are true to themselves people who um people who are true to their roots like i remember when i first met y'all and i can't remember I can't remember what you call your grandma. What do you call your grandma? Uma. Uma. I had never heard that before in my life. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so interesting. And I asked Kelly and Maya, I was like, what does that mean? And they was like, that's how thick what they call their grandma. And I was like, okay. so cool to me. And like I never forgot it. Like no. I don't forget those things. Like I when when we when you had came to do my hair and I had brought Ernest over for the first time. I told Ernest in the car when I left, I said, the house still smells the same way it did when I was a child. Like, nothing has changed. Like, when your mom walked in and I saw her, I was like, do you remember me? And she was like, of course I remember you. And I was like, the same, like, the same personality. Like, everything just feels like home, if that makes sense. Like, I never feel like I have to, like, dress super cute when I come to your house. Like, I never feel like I feel very comfortable in your space. Oh, um, so that's why i just want you to know that, like, we have your back and that we want you to continue to do things your way because it works.
1: I will. I sure will. I feel like, honestly, that's the best thing to do is just to stick to your, stick to your roots, stick to what's like, what's embedded into you. Um, and I think my mama taught me pretty well <laughs> how to, mm-hmm. how, how to do that. Like, like you said, just stick to the beat of my own drum and it is frightening sometimes i'm not gonna lie Uh but i i think that it's definitely beneficial and rewarding because at the end of the day you do find your comfort in being the person you are and um i mean at some point like people they feel inspired by it too and i think that that's honestly been my biggest reward Um, by just simply existing is like seeing that I can become an example to the next person and seeing them deciding to embrace their truest self as well that's cool (laughs)
0: yeah because I've always been interested in sound healing and I've been looking at instruments but I didn't buy my instrument until I saw you using your instruments on Instagram because I had never seen black people using sound instruments before I had I had watched it on YouTube. I heard about them. I knew they existed, but I didn't. I had never seen people that looked like me. Mm-hmm. So when I saw that, I was just like, "Okay, I'm going to buy my sound instrument because I don't have to be certified or have a certification to play this instrument." No.
1: Go for it.
0: Yes. So the last question is: Fifteen years from now how do you think our relationship will
1: change how will it change hmm i feel like i feel like if anything it will only grow because it has been consistent in the growth to me like you said we were um like family friends more so than like friend friends because i knew through maya and Haley, um we went to school together and then it was like no but kayla's my girl like she's cool i remember we started to like I am each other back in the mm-hmm. day like um I just feel like we would honestly just grow if anything I feel like we would become closer I pray that's what it is
0: <laughs> me too I too. and I also feel like I feel like 15 years from now our relationship will not only be a friendship and like sisterhood but I also feel like we're going to be able to do like join forces a lot with like the things that we want to do for the community. And I feel like in 15 years from now, we're really going to be able to impact the community individually, but also as like a duo. Cause I feel like we work very well together, um, especially when it comes to matters of like, amplifying the community and providing healing in a way that's not maybe accessible to everyone. So I really feel like that's how our relationship will change. And it'll only get stronger because like, I feel like when you've been been around someone and friends with someone for oh, since you were like a child, it and you all are, are very similar in the in the in the paths that you take, the things that your interests are. It's very like difficult for that friendship to like, it
1: feels make,
0: like the- just, yeah, like it's it's just normal, it's like natural, yeah, it's very organic to yeah. say the least, in my opinion. And, and where's I- our
1: talking- Storefront and see Kayla and I, yeah, <laughs> totally, like guided meditations, some sound healing appointments. We can get it all in. I could see us with a storefront, honestly, and like, we can, like you know, do little events that would be so fun. That would, oh, blessing,
0: blessings, please, abundance. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, those were the three questions for the card. So as always, if you all have any questions that you wanna, want me to answer on the show, you can email me at gttfpodcast@gmail.com, at gmail.com, or you can DM me at give them their flowers. Um, we are going to give our flowers to, to some people today. I have a person, and Ray has a person, so I'm going to go ahead and give flowers to one of my newer friends, who I think is going to also become a lifelong friend. Her name is Aurora. Aurora is a trans black woman, and she is a part of my cohort for my doctoral program, but we were um, friends on Instagram before. Didn't even know we both applied to the same program, but the same the day we both got in, we both posted our stories about getting in to a program, and something in me told me to DM her and say, what program you get in? she was like girl I got into this program you and I was like what me too so um and one of our friends Chaz, who just graduated from the program he like um had us meet in person and we just created a bond and I want to give her her flowers because um not only is she a black trans woman which is already a reason to give her flowers but she uses her platform to not only like amplify her community, but she does it in a way that is digestible and understandable to everyone. And I think it's important that I say that because a lot of times when people are activists or they are uh, people who do a lot of public speaking, they start to speak in terms that people don't understand. And it isolates people and it uh, denies people access to being able to understand or feel included. And I think that Aurora does a very good job of making sure that people feel included and people feel comfortable enough to ask questions or comfortable enough to come to her if they need, you know, comfort or guidance or resource. I also um, really enjoy how she is okay with um, talking about things that that not only just impact her but impacts everyone so if she thinks there's something unfair going on with like funding or something she'll say you know what i don't think that's right but she doesn't like isolate just her experience and forgets about everyone else's and i think that's also admirable to me because like we see people now they use certain movements and certain um, activism moments to amplify themselves when it's not about them so, I just wanted to give her her flowers, and her Instagram name is Aurora, who is she? Um, so, yes, make sure you go show her some love.
1: That's beautiful. Kudos to Aurora. Listen. For <laughs> flowers. Give her her flowers. Shoot, that's beautiful. Um, I want to give my flowers. I think this will be a perfect time um, to my twin sister, Zoe Shay. Yay! <laughs> I- me, right because our birthday just passed on June 26th and she is literally um she's she's the greatest auntie first and foremost she's almost like a second parent to be honest and she really helps me so much with my daughter Um, but that is not the only reason to love her. I feel like she's grown to be such a beautiful woman. I think that she also um, is very caring. She's very empathetic, and um, she takes her time to listen. She takes her time to understand, Um, and that's for anyone who comes her way. She's a great leader. Um, She actually was my supervisor for seven years at the Fillmore in Silver Spring. (laughs) so i know that to be true outside of like familiar things but um yes, yeah, she's she's an amazing being and i'd like to give her her flowers today
0: yes i love sister. i love both of y'all you two are like amazing your mom did such an amazing job like your parents really like <laughs> shout out shout out to them like they really did that because let me tell um, you it's it's a lot of it's a lot of craziness going on out in the world Um, But I want to thank you for coming on the show. And I'm so appreciative to always work with you and have you on. Um, And I am excited to see what the rest of the year has in store for you. I know we are in quarantine. Oh, let me tell y'all something. So I know we have already closed out the questions. But like also, I want to say I'm proud of you because you think you slick, but you be on Instagram giving sneak peeks of packaging for products that's going to be coming out, and i am be sitting there with the magnifying glass, like, well, where can I put my coins? When can I pull up? So please look
1: out for Ray. Girl, it's so soon. I'm just going to say this here. Just just keep watching. It's really soon to come. I got you, though. I'm going to send, like, little, I guess, like, PR packages to my friends, so I got you. I got you. Well, you know, I'm going to
0: definitely make sure I post it on all my social media and I will talk about it on my podcast because I'm hype. Like, I have literally been, like, stalking when you post something. I'll go back and look at it again.
1: I'll be zooming in like, oh, okay. Yeah, my Capricorn moon has me a little late on things because, you know, I got to make sure the detail's right. I got to make sure it's it's per my liking. <laughs> so um, I was going to release it in like a month ago but we're just we're just a month back but that's okay it it was worth the wait I think you guys will be appreciative as well
0: yes I know we're gonna love it also random before I close out um I've come to the conclusion that people who have a Capricorn moon I usually work well with my best friend Jasmine has a Capricorn moon and she was a vice president when I was a president of the poetry club at ODU and she was the okay. best right hand person she's always been the best right hand person for me but like in the workspace she's good One of my coworkers who is going to be on on the podcast as well, um, she's a Capricorn moon and she is literally like on it, like dependable, like dependable people who really just know how to get stuff done and they don't allow their like emotions to like stop them from doing their work.
1: It's very appreciative. I got lucky with my cancer son, so they juxtapose sometimes, but... I, I really, um, with having my Capricorn moon, it definitely keeps me on track. I, I can say, too, because of experience outside of myself, that Capricorn moons are very de- dependable people, very dependable. And I work well with them, too. My mom was out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much.
0: I really
1: appreciate you. I appreciate you, too. Thanks for having me. All
0: right.
1: Bye. Bye.